0: One of the good things about doing a podcast on personal development is there are only so many topics you can really talk about. I mean, honestly, there's so many ways you can say a thing and have it be effective. One of the things about having a long going podcast, even one like this one, even though the numbers don't seem as high, it's been in different iterations and, of course, various uh, various hiatuses in time is that you can go over those themes over and over again on a regularity that is much longer than normal. And most people don't realize how often you go back to the well, to the old chestnuts that are just the standard things. So this week's message is a standard thing with a bit of a twist because I read something uh, that presented a idea that when I thought deeper into it was essentially an idea that I've covered many times and many ways. And it's something that, as we say often, repetition is how you learn things. You sometimes be reminded of just how important it is. The overall arching message is to clear the clutter because the clutter does get to you. Most of the times I'm talking about clearing the clutter in your physical space, because if you work in a messy space, even though it does seem to promote some sort of genius. i say that because I work in messy spaces and I like to think I'm kind of a genius. It is hard to move around at some points in time. It also affects your mental well-being and vice versa if you have mental clutter in your head and so many things going on that you cannot think straight so clearing the clutter there will also help you in the process of having a better outgoing personality and less clutter in your head will usually translate to less clutter around you because you don't get so stuck in your thoughts. Now, the new twist on this thing was essentially something that I need to do anyway, and it's, it really had me thinking, one, Marie Kondo, and two, uh, on the clutter aspects of it all and things sort of having a meaning to it. So I ran across an idea from another coach about old clothes and old clothes that are just all around your house because everybody has old things that there's tucked behind old boxes or the back of the closet, back of a, a cabinet someplace or cabinet back of a drawer someplace that reminds you of old things. It's the reason why you save concert T-shirts so you can remember that concert or the friends that were there at the time that you lived during that times. Now, there's also things that will remind you of things that aren't so great. Or things that were kind of great that didn't turn out so great. So I literally did this uh, as the statement in the reading I did was the person talked about having an oval pair of pajamas that put him in a bad mood because the pajamas were actually old sweat clothes that when they used or, or workout clothes when they were in better shape and as they weren't good for workout clothes they started to lose their their elasticity and it just got old. He just started sleeping in them and so when he pulls them out and looks at them. He thinks about a time when he was in better shape and he feels bad because he's not in such good shape. i literally did the same thing. I threw away a 20 year old, old pair of sweatpants and a 20 year old pair of shorts that I had from college from a time when, yes, I was in better shape and yes, I was working out well and yes, I looked pretty darn good, to be honest. It didn't so much make me feel bad because I was in better shape then than now, it for me was the Marie Kondo thing, as in the did it give me joy to keep it in the round, to keep it around, to keep it taking up space when I had plenty of other newer and frankly better to wear pairs of sweats and shorts than I had. This was an old pair of sweats that we wore for working out in that had the little uh, liners in them like, you know, like they were swim trunks, but not swim trunks. And we cut them out because they got all just just funny wearing and the old pair of thick cotton sweatpants that were extremely thick because that's how they were made 20 years ago. They were far from moisture wicking. They weren't very comfortable. And I just threw them on every so often. when I had to go do some work out in the yard or sometimes, you know, to sleep in if they were clean. And I threw them out uh, because the memories that they gave me were fine memories, but there are plenty of other things to give me those same memories around my house that were more beautiful or more useful. So it's an issue that I'm having right now with my my everybody that lives in the house where we all have too much stuff. And it's a matter of getting rid of things to make space. But everything has some sort of sentimental value. Every T-shirt that you have, you bought for some reason or was given to you for some reason. And when you put it on, you think about it. The biggest issue is, is it worth thinking about? So as far as T-shirts go, I got rid of a bunch of T-shirts in clearing out some space. And a lot of T-shirts I received were promotional items from various things, from coaching programs or from buying something as a free gift. And most of the times, they didn't mean very much right now. They were things I'm not attached to right now, uh, uh, things I don't use. And that reminded me of college, my first year of college. You can go into college for all this clothes. Most of those things that the second thought process were there are long gone. So trust me. But my first time, I went home after my first quarter in college. Uh, my mother did the cool thing that mothers do and washed my laundry. She took it all in. Every, you know, last couple of weeks you don't wash anything because you know you're going home and you're trying to save money and all that stuff. So she took it on my laundry and started washing stuff. And then she was just wondering how I had so much dirty clothing in the last couple of weeks. What was I doing? And then after going through a few loads, she realized I owned essentially. of my wardrobe were gray T-shirts. And that was because every time someone had an event, every time there was a credit card company out there, every time there was something to hand to and activities going along, you know, kids like T-shirts, college kids like T-shirts. There was a T-shirt to go along with it. Gray T-shirts with stuff printed on them are extremely cheap. So we got a bunch of those. And I had a bunch of different T-shirts from all these different things that meant something at the time. When you're a freshman in college and you're just gathering stuff that doesn't mean anything, it's one thing. But like I said, I kept those sweatpants and those shorts all the way up until a couple months ago because they were just there. And they had memories to them that meant a little more. But And they were they were good memories, but they didn't really um, mean too much to keep those items specifically. Those memories can come around other things. Now, there were Other T-shirts that a few years back, it took me a while to get rid of of nicer shirts from nicer events that had great memories, but then realizing the same thing that I had 15 year old T-shirts in my closet that were taking up space for all the new pretty stuff my wife was trying to buy me and get me to wear, which I wasn't wearing because I was just throwing on old T-shirts all the time. The point of the matter here is about the same issue of clutter, except it's a bit of a different twist. The things that you have around you have some sort of let's call it just majestic energy of whatever is there for. If you have a messy desk at work and you tend to just drop project stuff all over the place and just stack up every single thing on your desk came from some sort of project and there's some energy attached to it, whether it's long forgotten or just got and got blown out of propulsion, or you've lost it under the stack and, and you can't get back to it in the need of it right now. It all has something. When You take a look at it. You flip a one sheet of paper and see the next one underneath it. It has some meaning to it. it, has some energy to it, some life to it, whether it's good or bad depends on the project. If you have a messy house, every piece of clutter, every piece of tchotchke or whatever you have around the house came from some place for some reason, whether you bought it yourself, someone brought it to you, or it just happened to appear when the shuffle of stuff, it all has a meaning and a place and a majestic energy of it. Marie Kondo, going back to the big phase a few years ago when everybody was clearing things out, looking for things that brought them joy. Is right. If it doesn't bring you joy and it's not very useful, you should get rid of it. If it's something that brings up a memory and you have space to put it away and pull it out every so often, then you can do that. But the problem is we all have so much space. Extra space costs money and time to manage. And that's what we're trying to do about being better is managing all that stuff better. Now, all your old clothes have some sort of memory that reminds you of something in the past. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it reminds you that something that you'll never be able to fit in again, that you'll never be able to fit in again. Sometimes it reminds you of a thing you were able to get past that was strong and that was very very brave of you from way back when. But just like the rest of the clutter and junk, if the memory's not majestic, if the memory's not grand, if it doesn't bring good things to you and you obviously can't wear it anymore, Get rid of it. Old clothes around the house keep you from making new memories and buying new clothes. It's that simple. It's all about the clutter idea. If your area is cluttered, clean it up, you'll feel better. If your mind is cluttered, find a way to clear it up. You'll feel better and you'll probably have a better area. And if you've got too many old clothes, old shoes, old toys, old tchotchkes that don't give you grand joy and are literally in the way, get rid of them and make new memories with the new stuff you want to get. Thank you so much for joining us for another podcast. Thank you for taking in that message, which is a new variation on an old theme. I've never actually put in the Marie Kondo um, thought process into the clutter stuff because as I was telling the same stories in the past, Marie Kondo wasn't a thing but now that she's there, and of course, decluttering experts has been around for her forever as well. But now that she took that massive um, worldwide, worldwide of fame, people bring up when they think about getting things, clearing things out. And like I said, as I read this passage that inspired this message about old clothes, bringing old memories, uh, that's exactly what I thought of. And that's basically what she's teaching. Everything there has some sort of energy and a memory. You bought it for some reason. Someone gave it to you for a reason. And you think about that person subconsciously or, or sometimes really consciously, and they take up space, they take up mental space in that clutter in your mind as well. And so you don't need five copies of the same program from the same wedding to remind you of the greatness that the wedding was. I know you have programs at weddings, but you, you get the gist. You need five things from, from one, five items from one specific event to remind you of how great it was. You just need one thing, and the other things can be tossed. And that's what I'm saying. Work on the clutter in your life. We're going to clutter in your head and literally work on the clutter in your closets. That is old clothing and old shoes and T-shirts and socks and things like that. And you'll find more space to work with and more space to, unfortunately or unfortunately, buy more stuff. If you want more stuff like this, more uh, information and more teachings, and you get more in in the same amount of time. Steps to your better. You is a podcast that's only 90 seconds. This one at the 10 minute mark this lesson was done. You could work with it as you will on that one. Since those are only 90 seconds, that's three plus a little bit of another one that you get in in the same amount of time. Look for it wherever your pods are cast. Just search for Steps Your Better You or for me, Jake Cliff and Payne. We're working on getting a proper website back again for the Your Better You family. But in the meantime, you can find us anywhere your pods are cast, uh, either Steps to Your Better You for the 92nd version the 92nd podcast or more of this one if you just stumble along with us 10 minute life lesson search for that online as well make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on episodes of it and make sure you're sharing the podcast with other like-minded people so that we can have more folks in the game to learn and grow from because that's what we're always looking to do learn and grow from proper uh, website notwithstanding thank you so much for joining back in as we unhiatus unpack this podcast again we don't have any promises or any real goals at the moment to push anything other than, you know, just get it back on solid footing and see how it goes. But we are appreciating all the feedback, all the where have you beens, uh, some of them more like, why did you just stay away? Because that happens as well. But we appreciate all that you are giving to us. We're working to make sure this thing becomes a better thing again. And we're going to get there in the meantime, join us again next week for another great edition of this podcast, 10 minute life lessons from yourbetteryou.info.